This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. The pressures of an American athlete. Every day, someone has something to say. Someone always talking about how much another person's willing to pay. Someone always trying to take a picture. Just to see what others have to say. (laughs) The pressures of an American athlete. The scrutiny. The praise. The prestige. The sacrifice. The pressure. Pressures of an American athlete. People whispering behind your back. People telling you one thing and meaning another. Strangers, fans, media. Family. Contracts. Agents, financial advisors, lawyers, chefs, trainers, friend groups, group chats, DMs, decisions, choices. Commissioners, owners, general managers, coaches, egos, the pressures of an American athlete. Marketing deals, playoff games, championships. Game-winning plays, cheers, boos, followers, likes, dislikes, subscribers, pressures of an American athlete, the interviews, the questions, the strategy, the preparation, the performance, The consistency, the pursuit, the mindset, the mentality, the work ethic, and even the right amount of luck, the pressures of an American athlete. And there's probably... Countless other things that I'm missing. However, on this day, I just wanted to to empathize and recognize with 
American athletes have to go through. What American athletes have to put themselves through to get to where they're at, you know? And also, a big round of applause for <laughs> Simone Biles choosing to, to choose herself. Please, you know, taking care of herself first because you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of others if you're not in a good space there's no way that you're going to be in a position to make others in a good space or better space another reason why i wanted to focus on the the pressures of an american athlete is because I want to give my perspective on some factors that cause the pressure, in my opinion. One of the reasons I feel that this is a, a factor is because the media has little empathy. And the people who are sharing and telling stories can't empathize a lot of the times with the athletes that are not only athletes, but also humans from various different backgrounds and perspectives and life situations. So the reason why I say that is because there's this guy. His name is Dr. Dr. Richard Lapchek. Now you may be asking, who is Dr. Richard Lapchek? Hmm. Well, he is someone who has created or an instrumental part of the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports. And what he has done is he has made a racial and gender report card. It is a very respected very trusted document in terms of in terms of giving a very accurate and clear assessment of the landscape of the situation <laughs> so he makes these report cards and for instance he does one with the NFL does one with the NBA and he also made one with sports media, right? It is it is the 2018 Associated Press Sports Editor's Racial and Gender Report Card. Keyword is 2018. Now, before I begin, let's also keep in mind this to give you some context. This is a 2018 sports editor's 
report card. He has done NFL, NBA, MLB, 2020s. He keep those. He keeps those current. Why do you think he's unable or he hasn't continued the sports editors one? Why do you think it stopped at 2018? So as I as I go through the information on this report card, keep that in mind and, and kind of see if you can conjure up some some ideas as to to why you think the last one he made was 2018. So as you go through here, uh, they got an overall grade of a D plus, uh, a racial grade hiring of a B. In a gender hiring of an F. They evaluated over 75 newspapers and websites. It was a study intended to measure the changes in racial and gender hiring practices. The 2018 report was published at the University of Central Central Florida and was requested and was requested by the Associated Associated Press Sports Editors. <laughs> Let's see here. So it says here for sports editors, right? So sports editors, in case you're unfamiliar, a sports editor is a journalism professional who is responsible for assigning and editing stories about sports and athletes. So they are basically responsible for setting what stories are talked about and what, what stories aren't and how they're framed. And if you look, well, you can't look, but if you Google what I just said, right, the 2018 Institute of Sports, yada, 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 you can easily find this chart. Also, you know, if, if you want, I'll uh, even put the chart in the link in the show notes. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. The link is in the show notes. <laughs> so I'll have this link in there so you can see it for yourself. As long as, as well as with the other sports. It's, it's an interesting document. You'll see here for sports editors, right? Uh... White men, 63, African-American men, 4, Latino men, 3, Asian men, 1, other men, 1. White woman, 5, African-American woman, 0, Latin woman, 2, Asian woman, 1, other woman, 0. So think about that, you know. Right now, I don't I don't know if it's changed, but as of 2018, if this was, you know, the 2016 Olympics, what would the storyline be with no African-American woman? You know, how much better of a of a story could it be for some organization if they did have that at the time, African-American woman who can provide her perspective and tell the story? You know, tell her sports story in a way that really could do a lot of positive for not only sports, but also 
mental health and so on and so forward. You know, things like that. Even look at the assistant sports editors, right? White men, 165. African-American men, 18. Latin men, 14. Asian men, 9. Other men, 1. White women, 15. African-American women. White women, 61, I should say. African-American women, 15. So at least they got assistance, right? Uh, Latin women, 3. Asian women, 7. Other women, 2. Columnist. Columnist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied today. So a sports columnist is a writer whose primary job is to give his or her opinion on sports. So these are the people who are writing these stories. White men, 200. Black men, 27. Latino men, 9. Asian men, 4. Other men, 6. White women, 37. Black women, 4. Asian women, two. Other women, four. Now let's go to the reporters. White men, 359. Black men, 44. Latino men, 22. Asian men, 11. Other men, three. White women, 48. Black women, four. Latino women, Two. Asian women, two. Other women, one. You can tell from the from the, the graphs information that I just talked about, there's not a lot of different perspectives being hired to tell these stories, which explains, you know, the lack of empathy for so long on top of the other undisclosed elephants in the room so you know today's episode was just about because there, there's also more you know because i well let me go go a little bit more you know f- what also leads to the pressure is everybody has a voice now everybody can be heard you know through social media so naturally not even naturally but yeah naturally just not everyone's not gonna have something nice to say and you have to, in a way, make yourself open to it, <laughs> you know, um, because as a athlete, you almost, I would say you need a social media, honestly. Um, you actually do need one because... The pressure of being an American athlete is the entertainment aspect of it. (laughs) You, at the end of the day, are in the entertainment business. And people want to be entertained. And I was listening to a podcast, Million Dollars Worth the Game, and Wallow267 said, wrong is the king in America. And that's, you know, holds holds true in entertainment, you know. <laughs> People want to be entertained, good and bad. Seeing you fail is entertaining. Seeing you win is entertaining. Seeing you fumble is entertaining. Seeing you score is entertaining. Seeing you really upset is entertaining. 
seeing you go off on a reporter's entertaining, seeing you make you make a fool of yourself is entertaining, seeing you come back to when the game is entertaining, you know, your whole life is looked at as entertainment, your whole existence is entertainment, and people feel that if they pay the price, which is the NFL red zone, which is the gambling, which is the fantasy sports, which is the tickets to the home game, tickets to the away game, they buy your jersey, they buy your merch, they contribute any dollars, and even if they don't contribute dollars, if they contribute their time by watching, their time by looking you up on YouTube, other people are praising you and they figure out or they feel as though you're not what they think you are, what other the other person thinks that you are, then they come as well. So you have to deal with all that. And because people can see your salaries and know how much you make, but they don't know how much everyone else makes in the organization. You're also the, weirdly, you're also the villain. <laughs> you're the hero and the villain. Just like when you do good and bad. You know, so this this episode is just to empathize with, with, with American athletes. And I understand, you know, as someone who wants to work in the business for the manager, from the agent perspective, part of that is why I want to be an agent because I empathize with that situation and I want to help athletes become secure in their identity outside of sports and figuring out an identity outside of sports. Just realize that we create our, we, we create, our destinies. We create our futures. We create our opportunities. We create our passions. We create our purpose. And we do that by living. We do that by experiencing. We do that by acknowledging. We do that by learning. We do that by listening. On July 28th, 2021, I appreciate you, Simone Biles, for, you know I appreciate you for? For being conscious. Thank you for reminding us to keep that same energy when it comes to mental health. To keep that same energy when it comes to everyone wanting to be empathetic and have conversations. Thank you, Simone Biles, for reminding us to love yourself and take care of yourself. Thank you. Goodbye. Generational Sports Partnerships and Productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this original content series. Let this empower you towards positive action. Now let's be great.